All right, everybody, I'm Logan Alec. I'm a CPA, and this video is brought to you by my recent video on the Chase Sapphire Preferred 100,000 point bonus offer right now. Check out my video on that. Link at the top of the screen and in the description below. Consider getting those travel points and doing some traveling this year because we really couldn't do a lot of that last year. All right, so the cryptocurrency market is tanking once again. And like I said in my video for May 19th, no one knows where the bottom is here. Least of all me, least of all some karma chasing clown on Reddit, least of all some crypto influencer who has a financial interest in cryptocurrency remaining hot for as long as possible uh, during this cycle. But I'm not going to speculate on crypto prices, pull numbers out of my rear. That's not what I do. In this video, I want to put on my tax hat and talk to those of you who, like me, might be sitting on some cryptocurrency losses right now because there might be a silver lining for you here from a tax perspective. Like I said, I myself, I'm sitting on some losses in cryptocurrency positions I bought recently. Later in this video, I'm going to tell you how much those losses are and what I'm doing with them. But first, let's talk about the tax rules to give the framework here. What am I talking about? I'm talking about the fact that unlike with stocks, which are subject to what are known as the wash sale rules that prevent you from taking losses on your tax return if you sell a stock for a loss and then repurchase it within 30 days, with cryptocurrency, the wash sale rules do not apply. This means if you're sitting on a loss in your Bitcoin or your Ethereum or your Cardano or your Doge or any other cryptocurrency, you can sell that cryptocurrency for a loss, capture that loss for tax purposes, and then immediately turn around and repurchase that same cryptocurrency. Or maybe you want to wait to see if it drops even more in price, right? And even though you repurchase that cryptocurrency so soon after selling it, you can still take the loss on your tax return. This is not the case with stocks due to the 30-day wash sale rule that I mentioned previously. But you got to do it right with crypto, and I'll show you how to do it right later in this video when I show you my personal example. But before we get to that, what good are these losses? Well, for one thing, if you have other realized capital gains this year, either in cryptocurrency or in stocks or in some other capital asset, you can apply these losses that you've captured against those gains on your tax return to reduce the amount of taxes you owe for the year. But because you went right back in and repurchased the cryptocurrency that you sold for a loss, you're still in the same economic position. You still have your same coins. You simply captured that loss for tax purposes. And if you don't have any capital gains to net those losses against, or if your losses exceed your capital gains for the year, you can deduct up to $3,000 of excess capital losses against your non-capital gain income, your ordinary income, such as wages from your W-2 job. So if you're in a marginal combined federal and state tax bracket uh, of, say, 30%, and you can apply $3,000 of capital losses against your day job income, assuming you have at least $3,000 of capital uh, losses that exceed your capital gains for the year, that's $900 in real tax savings for you. And what happens to your excess capital losses greater than $3,000 for the year? Well, you can carry those forward to future years indefinitely. If you were a corporation, there would be a time period in which you have to use those capital losses. But for individuals like you and me, on your 1040, you can carry forward these capital losses indefinitely to apply against future capital gains. And if you have excess capital losses for a future year, you can apply them up to $3,000 worth uh, of your capital loss carry forward against your ordinary income for that year, of course, until the capital loss carry forward is exhausted. So those are the rules. Uh, now I'm going to tell you how I'm applying them personally to my own tax situation this year. So uh, last Wednesday, June 2nd, a particular meme stock, AMC, had a pretty phenomenal day. It essentially doubled its stock price in one day. Other than some little purchases here and there, I had never 
put too much money into AMC. Uh, but on this day, last Wednesday, June 2nd in the morning, I decided to get in on the action. And I would not recommend doing something like this. I did make some money on this day, basically luck. <laughs> uh, but basically, you can see here that I had about an $11,000 gain in my Robinhood account from AMC on this day. I also had a $4,200 gain in one of my Fidelity accounts from AMC. Got in a little bit later there, a $4,500 gain in another one of my Fidelity accounts. Uh, about a $2,000 gain in my Webull account. I basically sold all the free stocks I got from Webull for referring people to Webull and put them all into AMC, and then I sold that same day. I did this in a couple smaller accounts I have as well, uh, as well as two of, my, two of my Roth IRAs, as well as my son's Roth IRA, where a lot of our family blog income goes. Um, but of course, I don't have to worry about taxes on gains in the IRAs, right? But basically, all in all, my taxable gains in AMC last week were about uh, $20,000 with an additional $5,000 or so in retirement accounts. Um, and by the way, immediately after I made this money in AMC, I dumped all the cash I made from it into the Vanguard Total Stock Market Index Fund ETF, VTI, because I know my nature. I know that if I'm sitting on this you know, ca extra cash, I'll, I'll probably do something dumb with it, right? Such as attempt to repeat my performance in, in AMC or you know, put it in BlackBerry or some other, some other meme stock, right? And it's not likely to repeat the performance, right? I like to get out while I'm ahead. Anyway, I don't usually day trade stocks like this. I'm not in that business. My main investing strategy is set it and forget it index funds. In fact, I rarely sell stocks at all because I don't like taxes. This was obviously an exception. Uh, a, a, let's call it a gamble, right? Because I know what goes up must come down with the volatility of these mean stocks. So this $20,000 taxable, uh, 20, taxable gain that I had from last week, I wouldn't be able to deduct anything against it except maybe some marginal amount of margin interest I pay uh, or I paid this year as an itemized deduction for investment interest expense. So, you know, it's $20,000 gain um, compounded by the fact that my wife and I are in a high tax bracket and we live in California, which is a very high income tax rate. Um, so to make the math easy here, let's assume a 40% combined marginal federal and state income tax rate. Take that 40% times $20,000 gives you $8,000. So unless I do something about this, I'm gonna have to pay $8,000 in taxes on my $20,000 taxable AMC gain. Luckily though, well, luckily, depending how you look at it, I deal with some crypto losses. And like I said, I can sell these cryptos for a loss and they get right back in and repurchase them or maybe wait to see if the price goes down a bit and I can still take that realized loss on my tax return, something you can't do with stocks. So in terms of my personal cryptocurrency portfolio, I have a bit of crypto that uh, I bought uh, in 2017 um, that has a very low cost basis. I also have some crypto that I just purchased this year that has a very high cost basis. So the trick with this is you have to isolate and specifically identify the specific purchases of cryptocurrency uh, that you want to identify as, as you having sold, right? Um, so for example, in my BlockFi account, and this is where I made the majority of my expensive 2021 crypto uh, purchases. Most of my old uh, crypto is, is somewhere else in Binance, but um, I also transferred some low basis cryptocurrencies I owned into BlockFi to earn interest on them, right? I didn't want to sell those old cryptos with low basis because I would have gains on those. I only want to sell the new cryptos uh, with a high basis, right? Because those are the ones I'm sitting on losses in, right? Because the whole point of this is to realize losses for tax purposes. I don't want to realize gains if I don't have to. So right now I'm going to open up my personal tax planning spreadsheet I maintain throughout the year for myself and show you exactly what I'm talking about. All right, so this is um, a tab in my personal tax planning spreadsheet that I maintain for myself throughout the year because tax planning is an all-year ordeal, okay? Tax planning is not freaking out, uh, you know, right before you file your tax return and saying, oh, crap, uh, let me go open, uh, you know, a traditional IRA or an HSA and dump some money into it. That's very, like, low-level tax planning, right? Actual tax planning, you've got to keep tabs of your situation throughout the year, 
right? Or you're going to be uh, missing out on some money. Um, all right. So what I basically did, first of all, is I exported my BlockFi transaction history um, from this year, right? Uh, and I, I basically had to see how much BTC, Bitcoin, and, and Ethereum, because I only purchased Bitcoin and Ethereum in uh, BlockFi, that I had bought with actual cash, right? There were some deposits um, that I had made into uh, BlockFi from cryptocurrencies I had bought a long time ago, right, that have a low basis, right? And if I sold like these cryptocurrencies, I would have a gain, right? Because I have a low basis in them because I, I bought them years ago. Um, and you can see, I, I think I transferred a little bit more uh, in May as well. So I, I don't want to sell these, right? Because I would recognize a gain in them. But these other ones that I bought with cash, looks like beginning in like April, um, these ones are the ones that I have a high basis in, right? So I have, I have losses in these. So what I did is I basically created like a little Excel formula here, which basically said, look, sum up all the Bitcoins that I actually purchased, right? And the ones that I actually purchased are the ones that say trade next to it. So I purchased 0.44 Bitcoin and then I did another kind of, uh, well, I just did a sum actually. I could probably do that with a formula, but I did a little sum to sum up all the uh, the cash that I um, had put into uh, Bitcoin during the year that I directly purchased in, in BlockFi. So basically my basis in my 0.44 Bitcoin uh, is $23,000. I did the same thing with Ethereum. My basis in my 2.54 Ethereum is $8,800. Um, but so I sold them, right? I sold them at a, a pretty substantial loss. You can sell that I sold my Bitcoin down here for uh, at uh, when Bitcoin was worth 35,767 and, and BlockFi charges a spread, right? So, you know, what some people do is they'll buy it in another platform that has lower fees and then transfer it to, to BlockFi. I didn't do that because I just want to make this simple for sake of example. Um, but, uh, right, so this, this Bitcoin that had a basis of 23,400 in, I sold it for, you know, a little less than $16,000. So that results in a $7,400 loss that I can report on my tax return against, you know, my AMC gains. Same same story with Ethereum, right? This Ethereum that I bought for 8,800, I sold for 6,900, right? So almost a $2,000 loss. So now I have this $9,200 of losses that I can apply against all those gains I made last week in AMC. And because the wash sale rules don't apply to cryptocurrency, I can turn around and buy, right? The same amount of Bitcoin or Ethereum or even more or less if I wanted to um, at a lower price or the same price or whatever uh, immediately. Right and still take the loss on my tax return. Can't do that with stocks due to the wash sale rules. So how much is this rule actually going to save me? Well, ninety-two hundred dollars uh, in losses netted, netted against my short-term capital gains. That's forty percent. You know, let's say a forty percent marginal tax rate because short-term uh, gains do not. You know, they don't qualify for uh, the preferential long-term capital gains rates. So I'm going to be paying my ordinary income tax rates on those. You know, AMC gains I generated last week. Uh, but if I can net against those $20,000 gains, $9,200 of these crypto losses, you know, that's, I'm basically saving 3,700 bucks just by pressing a button or doing a little math and pressing a button in my BlockFi account to capture those, those losses. And then, you know, going back and repurchasing those Bitcoin and Ethereum, right? In case it goes back up. So none of this is investment advice, by the way, none of this is, is tax advice. This is, um, just me educating, entertaining, whatever, whatever we do here on YouTube. 
right? Um, if you do want to talk to me or someone on my team about uh, your personal tax situation, you can always email me uh, taxes at loganalec.com and we can see if we can uh, help you out with your tax situation and maybe do some planning. But um, that's all I have for you in this video, folks. Um, thank you so much for watching and I'll see you next time. Bye-bye.